What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Totally Bias Podcast, episode 15. With me today, like every week, is uh, Mr. Nick Rise to the Occasion Rogers. What up? Uh, once again, as you'll hear in the football segment, he may or may not have gotten the best of me again this week. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, for the first half of the podcast this week, uh, it's a little bit of a smorgasbord. There wasn't really a major topic um, in pop culture this week that we really felt um, that we had to talk about. So we're going to kind of mix it up. We got three different topics. Uh, the first topic we want to talk about is Kanye West's new gospel album Yee! that has gotten some good and bad press. Um, we also want to talk about Donald Trump um, and huge. the most recent, uh, yeah, the most recent um, uh, comings and goings in the social media world with him. And lastly, we're going to talk about the new Star Wars trailer. We that will. Uh, was previewed um, last week on Monday night, and we've also seen it in the theater a couple times when we've gone to see movies. So that'll be the first half, and then the second half is going to be the usual NFL picks, and it is officially the halfway point of the season. So we're going to talk about kind of where teams stand and where we see uh, certain teams going uh, for the second half of the season. So when we come back, we're going to jump into the Kanye West new album. We'll be right back. All right, so <laughs> welcome back to the first half of the episode. Uh, so, Kanye West, brand new uh, gossip album. What's it called? Uh, Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Okay, that he is. Great fitting title. Uh, so, to be honest, uh, I was talking to Nick about this a couple minutes ago before we started, and I was like, listen, like I'm not big into the music scene. I'm, I don't even know when new albums come out and stuff, and so... Uh, when Nick mentioned that he wanted to talk about it, I was like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever you want to throw out there, let's go at it. So uh, I'll throw this to you a little bit to start. Uh, so have you, have you listened to the whole album? I have. Okay. So um, what do you want to do? Like your in, initial thoughts first or like kind of what everyone is saying about it? Uh, well, I'll just give my initial thoughts. So my totally biased opinion is I don't care for the yees, the yeezy, the yeezus. Um, I uh, I don't like Kanye that much, and this sounds like uh, a very similar Kanye album. Uh, he makes hits for whatever reason. I just never jumped on the train, but with everything that everybody was saying about it, I had to at least check it out. Um, I have Apple Music, so it's free. So I just listened the whole thing right through. Yeah, I know. I have a couple of friends who are diehard uh, um, music fans and followers and stuff, and you know he's he's been all over the news, not like lately, but in general with his albums and stuff and. Twitter battles and kind of, you know, criticism um, going back and forth with other artists and celebrities and stuff. So, um, I mean, I know a little bit about those, but um, I know a lot of people have been criticizing this new gospel album, um, in my opinion, for no reason. But yeah, so, I mean, it, people are so weird. They just want to get pissy about everything. And what's interesting is Christians are in on the fight this time, which is really weird. Uh, I'm a Christian and uh, church community was kind of talking about it, but essentially some people are calling uh, Kanye West a phony for putting out a church-related album. Uh, I don't know his spiritual life and the glimpses you get in the media. I don't think it's fair to judge someone's character. For the you don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I don't watch the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. See, I'm not up to date on pop culture. I have no business giving this podcast. Um, <laughs> but so... I thought it was interesting, and I'll ask for your opinion. But so people are kind of pissy about it. Some people really like it. Some people don't take it seriously. Um, but in the Christian community, uh, with all Kanye's escapades, he even, I think, addresses it in, in one of the songs, saying that the people who are going to come at him loudest are the people who also you know love God. And so it was just interesting because... Turns out to be true. Yeah. <laughs> people don't, like Christians don't want Kanye representing them. Which is an interesting thing as if Kanye, because he drops an album that's Christian, all of a sudden becomes yeah. the, the spokesperson <laughs> for all of Christians. That's kind, of, that's kind of silly at this point. But uh, Christians are upset about it. Not everybody. Because I talked to uh, a group of uh, friends at church and they thought it was fire. They thought it was the hottest thing since sliced bread. They're pumped that Kanye is, you know, repping. I, uh, uh, I don't really know what the, like, I'm kind of like, whatever, you know, let Kanye do whatever he wants. I feel like, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't put Christians in this pot just 
because they're Christians, but like, I feel like people that, um, that are involved in whether it's Christianity, Catholicism, whatever, I feel like they're very picky about who is like allowed to like, who's allowed to follow them, who's allowed to be a part of their community and stuff like that. So a part of me is just not surprised at all that this is the case because it's like, Oh my God, Kanye West, he, he's been in so many, you know, X amount of feuds. He's, you know, had this leaked and that leaked. Hanging out with Trump in the white house. Yeah. He's got (laughs) bad, um, he's got bad PR and it's like, Oh, we don't want to be associated with him. Listen, the dude is good at his job. He's been doing it for a long time. He's made a lot of different albums. And I think that the Christian community should be blessed (laughs) that Kanye has made an album, uh, has made a gospel album. Cause I, I mean, I'm going to download it now and definitely take a listen. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be great, just like the rest of his crap. So I got so I got two thoughts, though, like just from my own spiritual beliefs is that one, everybody who comes in the church is damaged in some aspect. No one ever shows up to church and is perfect. And the second that someone who makes tabloids for not being perfect wants to come into the church and you reject them. I think that's the exact opposite of the biblical teachings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems really silly. So if Kanye wants to show up to my church or any church, uh, they should embrace him. Uh, it, it seems silly to be like, you know, you've done bad things in the past. You know, he's putting his best foot forward here. He's trying to do what he thinks is right. Um, so from a Christian standpoint, get off your high horse and just be accepting like you're supposed to be. Two um, is that I think it's great for the particular community that he represents. Um, mm. And yeah, in the music and some of his interviews, he talks about like just he grew up in the church, going to church. And it was part of his where he lived and he grew up all the kids you just went to church mm-hmm. but when you grow up you kind of got out of it and so this is like his way to give back and be a role model to say this is still a part of my life because all the the, the kids that look up to him now saying like wow kanye is dropping you know a jesus is king album exactly and so he's holding his beliefs but also trying to represent it as a role model for kids to show that you don't have to leave it behind this can still be a part of you when you grow up and i think you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's actually pretty admirable considering that you could get a lot of negative PR for doing anything religious in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, well, you can get negative PR for walking down the street and looking at somebody sideways nowadays. So, <laughs> you know, you can't get away with anything. Uh, no, I totally agree with those two points. You know, I think it's great that he is, um, you know, whether it's him doing it for, you know, being a role model or it's just the fact that it's another part of his life that he hasn't necessarily, you know, brought to light in his albums or in his current life. That's like, Hey, you know, this is actually another side of me that nobody's seen. And this is what I've wanted to do for a long time. So I feel like this was the time to do it. Um, so, but, uh, if you guys have any thoughts, uh, on Kanye West's new album, uh, whether you like it or dislike it or, um, have any comments about it, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at real TV podcast. Uh, and email us at real uh, TV podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so moving right along. Wait. Um, I just want to, I listened to the whole thing and there's a couple good songs, but I, I found it amusing. The song called closed on Sunday. Uh, it's Chick-fil-A. A, yeah. It's a, it's a catchy <laughs> little jingle references, Chick-fil-A and lemonade. It's pretty funny. Um, if you get a chance or, you know, if you're thinking like, well, what's a song I should listen to YouTube closed on Sunday or whatever. Uh, if you don't want to listen to the whole album, and tell, yeah, like uh, Cam was saying, C-Pro, uh, just let us know what you think. It's pretty, it's, it's a decent album. It's hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. Is this, like, your favorite album of his or no? No, no. I like the one with Heartless. Okay, cool. So, anyways, you know where to hit us up. Uh, moving right along uh, to Mr. Donald J. Trump. Is that his middle name? J? The Don. Yeah, the Don. It's huge. So, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you in- in- introduce Mr. Trump. Okay, so... Uh, the president, commander-in-chief, he's been making some headlines, both humorously, but also in a more serious tone. When is he not? Uh, yeah, well, usually it's on Twitter. I don't know if today was on Twitter. But if you haven't heard, um, the leader of ISIS, the one who like helped take over a country and, and then also incite uh, terrorist attacks and mass shootings in the U.S., has been killed by himself, but because we were raiding. Um, so that's a pretty big deal. And I feel like because Trump's the one presenting it, though he sucks at his presentation, I don't argue that, the way that he talks, 
it's still a big deal. And there's a piece of us that we should acknowledge that there is a horrible human being who's no longer on the earth, which I think is probably a good thing for the amount of people he was killing. Um, and because Donald Trump's presentation is saying he died like a dog and a coward and blah, 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 takes away from the, the idea that the world's actually safer now unless people will die, hopefully, because this individual who was an organized cult leader uh, was finally captured. And I think yeah. that that's big. So Donald Trump, he presents that in a way where he's like, he compares it to it being better than when Obama caught Osama bin Laden um, or that administration, I should say. It wasn't him or Obama or Trump in this case. But uh, and then he called, he said, like, they, they died like a dog. Um, and he just says all this stupid crap, which is a total Donald Trump thing to say and take away from the gravity of the situation, which is really important. Yeah. He, this is, I mean, his whole presidency is just a big dick swinging contest. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It really is. It's like everything that I've done is better than anybody else before me. And it doesn't matter how it happened or even if I even gave the order or even if I signed the bill, whatever. My, my, it's my way or the highway and my way is the best way. So, um, so yeah, I mean, not to take anything away from the Obama administration when we were searching for how long for right. Bin Laden? Over a decade. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, you can't just belittle something so major like that, that it's just like, yep, uh, you know, this guy committed suicide in front of our uh, military and therefore he died cowardly. And, you know, uh, this raid was therefore head and shoulders better than anybody else. It's like, come on, dude. Just like, I don't know. Things that he does, it's like something that a teenager would say. And it's yeah. just like, what? You're the president of the most powerful country in the world? Again, like, it's one of those <laughs> things where, like, so right, he gives, like, uh, somebody writes a speech for him. And he presents this information that the world is significantly safer. A scumbag has been removed. Everybody's pumped with it. But it's just like, why do you write your own speeches? I don't like. And then anyway, so people are immediately trying to say that this is a bad thing. Or like they're like pushing back as if catching a terrorist is the bad thing. Um, it's not. But I agree that the presentation sucked. Um, and funnier news, though, if you disagree with me. Oh, that's something. So it kind of sounds like I'm a little bit on Trump's side. I'm not, but I'm also just like, take Trump out of the equation and something really important happened. Uh, I'm trying to see past our silly politics and the guy who represents us. Um, but on a funnier note, so at the World Series, I guess Trump was at the oh, World yeah. Series tonight, the game, um, and they showed him on the Jumbotron and people Boo. booed him and then started chanting, lock him up, lock oh. him up. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, we were watching the World Series tonight, and we had it on mute. It was like it was our second TV that we had on, so we had the, we had it on mute. We had the other game on the volume, and I was oh, man, I didn't I didn't see him being shown on TV, but you know, in the stadium they were going nuts. I mean, it was in Washington D.C., so I'm not surprised he oh, was there. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was in Washington D.C., so I'm not surprised he was there. However, pretty hilarious, and uh, I think this was like last week. Um, there was an article that came out that the Affordable Care Act, Ob Obamacare's prices have decreased and people were like super pumped about it and elated. And then he came out and was like, yeah, it was because of my administration that the prices are going down, blah, blah, blah. And he, he's been trying to uh, repeal it for the two years, two and a half years that he's been in office. So it was just hilarious that he like tried to take claim for, uh, the Obamacare, um, prices going down and being more affordable so i don't know it's another like snippet that was hilarious to me it's i don't i don't understand why you have to weigh in on everything why can't you be like hey congress is doing something well they're getting along and they're lowering prices or something like that it's not hard to talk presidential i don't think but yeah anyway i think it's just absolutely i mean this is where we're at i mean the next the next election definitely doesn't seem like it's gonna go in his favor but we'll find out um, yeah, the only thing I'm a little bit scared of is that um, America as a whole is trying is focusing on impeaching him rather than just beating him, you know, um, because at this point, the process of impeachment is going to go almost to the new election anyways. So it's like you might as well. Not to mention, I mean, you bring up a good point. The Democratic candidates all kind of suck. Yeah, I'm going to catch flack for that. That's OK. Go ahead. Write in about it. I'll love to argue <laughs> about it. And the great thing is you'll just write me an email. And then I'll just shred you on here um, on why that oh can, why God. that candidate sucks. So. Listen, listen, 
We're trying to gain you know, <laughs> listenership here and not lose it, okay? Yeah, I just don't think the, the lot out of every American that there is, the lot that they gave, it's like, really? this is where I, They're going to win, whoever it is that comes yeah, out of the yeah, DNC. Yeah. But I was like, this is the best we can come up with? Oh, no. This is like the time that there was Hillary and Trump. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I do. Um, anyway, not getting too political. My goodness, we'll have no viewers left. Yes. Uh, all right, so moving on to our third and final piece of the first half here the new star wars it is the last movie of the whole uh star wars saga if you will uh the what's it called something skywalker the rise of skywalker give it some respect the rise excuse me star wars the rise of skywalker um the movie previewed on monday night football last week however the trailer the uh, trailer yeah sorry the trailer previewed and then, um, but we also have seen it in a couple movie theaters um, as a trailer uh, as well. So, Nick, I don't think I've known anyone to be such a Star Wars buff as my guy Nick here. Um, the Force so, is strong with me, it is. Yes. Yeah, so, have I seen all of them? Yes. Do I know every single storyline? No. Do I know all the characters? No. Do I, will, will I go see it a couple times? Yes. Will I pretend to discuss it at nauseum with Nick? Yes. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to hand this one off to you again. So your initial thoughts about Star Wars uh, and uh, your excitement for the new movie coming Christmas Day or Eve, something like that. It's, yeah. like, it's like coming on Christmas or in Christmas time. The 24th, 5th, 6th, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, I, I'm such a fan. I should know that. I believe it's on Christmas. The other I, ones have come I believe out. it is, yeah. All right. If you're a Star Wars junkie, time to listen up. If you're not, this is a pop culture phenomenon. And it's finally coming to a close as, as far as the Skywalker saga. So after this, this is it. I mean, I don't know where we go from here. This is like the Avengers ending, but probably. I know where we go from here. We get all the movies and actually watch them in chronological order so that I can understand everything. Oh, boy. Yep. Chronological. There's a debate. I know there is. Okay. Whatever, whatever order you think would be best. Oh, okay. Then, yes, because I want to know. The ins and outs. I want to know all of the the uh, backstories about everybody and like who slept with who, because clearly it's a fuck ton of people. Just incest. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's no. just you know. So <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones, but intergalactic. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that's what I want to do. Just like with like the Harry Potters and you know all of those super long movies, I just want to do it how you think I should do it all at once. I'll take off a week of work, bang it out. There's just so much complexity to it that it, yeah. people don't realize it. They just think it's like space wars, and it's not. There's a, like a lot of complexity yeah, with the yeah. politics in it. Yeah. So this trailer comes out, and it's nerve-wracking because J.J. Abrams, essentially, uh, for The Force Awakens. Yes, The Force Awakens. I, I, I was getting Jeez, a mix-up. Yeah, okay. uh, we the, didn't just cut out there, folks. He just <laughs> had a brain fart. Uh, the Force Holy Awakens crap. is pretty much a remake of uh, the original film. A New Hope, and that was kind of annoying. It was nice though because there was a lot of, um, kind of pay pay it for I forget what it's called. There was an ode to the fans essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then so then the, the, the yeah the last Jedi came out and everyone got pissed off about it. Well, any Star Wars fan got pissed off about it. Everyone else was like, I don't see what the problem is. That's because you're not a fan. Like and, me. Um, everyone's like, oh, it's okay. It's not okay. Luke Skywalker was way cooler than that movie set. And then this next one coming out is by J.J. Abrams again. And it is it going to be a remake? How are you going to tie all this together? It looks like they're doing, they're bringing back Emperor Palpatine and some, and he was the bad guy in the original trilogy, actually in the prequel trilogy. He's been the bad guy through the whole time and now he's back again, but he had died in a previous film. They don't really explain it. There's a lot going on. It looks like the protagonist, Ray the female Jedi is going to turn to the dark side, but they come back and reunite with one of the Sith Lords. It's all over the place. It doesn't make sense. It's getting me excited for the possibilities. And I mean, my initial thoughts are it looks great. Uh, yeah. But is this going to make or break Star Wars for you? Break. Oh, well, it could make, it yeah, will make that, or break. That's what I mean, like it, it could make or break the Star Wars for you. Yeah. Completely. Because there's questions that have to be answered in it. Like, so who is Ray actually, and how is she so good at the force? Yeah. If you don't answer those, it's like, okay, anybody can use the Force. It's just some child who's good at the Force. There needs to be explanation on why this is. What if it's a skill? Why does she have it and no one else does? Like, 
Well, it, people have it, but not as powerful as her. Well, in the Jedi Order, like, you have to train from when you're a kid. And then Anakin was, like, eight. They're like, he's way too old. He'll never learn. He became Darth Vader, the most powerful Jedi that ever lived. And then Luke was even older. But anyway, right. so it's it's kind of confusing. But they need to at least explain Rey's tie into this and who she actually is. Uh, and that she's just not some random person. Because that wouldn't make sense to the story in the way that the Force works. Um, this is getting a little nerdy. But, yes, if this movie sucks, it's just going to piss piss me off. And, like, the sequel trilogy is what this is called, these three movies. Uh, I'd be just like, well, that's lame. Or it could tie it all together, and it's it's a masterpiece. Uh, maybe second to only the Avengers. I, I mean, listen, I think I think of things in terms of sports. We all know what Brady looked like coming out in two thousand. Okay, he was fat, he was slow, he didn't have seemingly any skill, and now he's transformed himself into the greatest quarterback of all time. So, if it's a skill that you can learn and develop and enhance as you get older. I don't see what's the problem with Ray. Anyways. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so for me, like for movies in general, like, well, besides the Avengers, because those I, I actually did follow and I know the stories and stuff. So it was really cool to see how that all ended. Um, for Star Wars, for me, I remember the original trilogy and like the horrible CGI and graphics and like all that stuff. And to just see where Star Wars is now. Uh, and it's blown into this huge, huge movie saga. And, and subculture. Yeah. And so um, for me, the fact that like the just like the new CGI, the new action scenes, like bringing in the old characters, mixing with the new, all that stuff is like super cool and fascinating to me. Um, I don't n- nearly have the knowledge that Nick does. So like this isn't going to make or break it for me. It's like just not another Star Wars movie. But like I said, once I, I watch them all in order and I can like, you know, actually comprehend you know, where everybody's from and kind of their stories and how they align, that'll be more beneficial, you know, to me at least. But I'm just looking forward to it. The trailer looked great. Um, you know, I know obviously the characters and stuff, but as far as the, the theology behind it and like the culture of it, it's just like that's the Jedi's religion. Over my head. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's going to conclude our first half of the podcast uh, for episode 15. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you want to uh, email Nick and yell at him for being a Trump supporter. Whoa! Or, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> or, uh, or comment on the new movie trailer or comment on the Kanye West gospel album. Freaking shots find fired. Us, find us at Real TV Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And email us at realtvpodcast at gmail.com. And I am not a Trump supporter. <laughs> My goodness. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Rise to the Occasion Rogers here. And yes, I'm in introducing the uh, the football segment. You know what that means? For the third consecutive week, I've outpicked Cameron. Yep. With our picks. And for all you have been rooting for me, all you have written in and supported me. All two of you. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I am now 81, 38, and one on my picks for the year. And CPRO is 79, 40, and 1. I took all three picks. That we had different. How do you like me now? I am now. I like me now. Mmm. Yeah. 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 Things have uh, not been going over very well for a good old CPRO over here the last couple weeks. However, I've changed up the voodoo. And uh, before each uh, podcast, we we go ahead and make picks. Um, before we start, and then we just highlight the ones that we have different. So this time, instead of picking second, I always, uh, which I've been doing the last couple of weeks, I picked first and made Nick pick second. So hopefully the title turn this week, and uh, I'll get back on top. We have three different again this week. Yeah, and so <laughs> number one is Jags versus Houston. Where is it located? It is located in Jacksonville. Um, I picked Jags, so, you picked Houston. Yes, so for week nine, if we don't talk about the games, we have the same picks for week nine. These are the only games that we have different. Um, so Monday night obviously hasn't happened. We're recording this on Sunday night. So uh, the Dolphins at Steelers, that's tomorrow night. Uh, we both have the Steelers, so that's not going to change anything um, for this week. So week nine, Houston at Jacksonville. Um, I picked Houston 
I, uh, man, I'm not a fan. All right, I'm not a fan of uh, Mr. O'Brien, Dave O'Brien. I forget his first. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, Dave O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, he was the offensive coordinator for the Pats. Um, He was here for like one or two years. Him and Brady got into a huge fight on the sideline. He got fired, went to Houston and coached. So every time the Pats play the Texans, I'm I'm always, uh, uh, you know, rooting extra hard just because of kind of their past history. Um, however, I'm supporting him on this one. Um, the Texans offensively seem to get better and better every week. Um, Deshaun Watson made some incredible plays this week. He actually it was on one play. He was scrambling and got kicked in the face. Caught a cleat to the eye. Caught a cleat to the eye and with one eye still threw a touchdown pass, um, which was amazing. So um, for me – the offense is going to be too much for Jacksonville. I understand the Minshew mania. I get it. You know, um, he looked really good this week, but um, I just think that the offense of Houston isn't going to be isn't going to be stopped. And um, uh, what we'll talk about later too is a big a big injury for Houston, which is super unfortunate. Again, um, one of their superstars got hurt, but um, uh, they won this week. At home against Oakland, so um, and they they look good. They always seem to kind of have a second half uh, start. They they start out really sluggish. So they had a really good end of the game this week. They're gonna continue it and uh, go into Jacksonville and beat the Jaguars in Minshew Mania next week. Why did you want the uh, Jags? Because I'm a man of science. Okay, oh my God. listen to me, everybody. You stupid logic. We've been waiting for this to happen. All right, ever since. Early in week one or two or three or whatever. Nick Foles is coming back this week. Everybody get pumped. The machine, the Super Bowl MVP is back. Yeah, you pumped everybody up in the beginning of the year and he broke his collarbone. Yo, even Superman has a weakness, all right? What's that? Kryptonite. Anyway, so (laughs) Nick Foles this past week was practicing again. It's reasonable to believe he'll be returning. If not, Gardner has done a fine job. There's a good chance Nick Foles is on the way out of Jacksonville because I think they like Gardner. But Foles, he's coming back, and you can't stop Foles. He looked great when he was he started week one until he got hurt. Um, and I just think he's going to win. I think they're going to be in Jacksonville. Um, they got a decent they got a decent defense, but JJ Watts out for the season now, and then Leonard Fournette is on fire. Not to mention. Chark and friggin' D.D. Westbrook. I just, I don't know. I got a good feeling about it. It's it's a little bit of a gut pick, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see how I could. Oh, you know what? This game's in London. So Jacksonville's, I mean, it's, it's a home game for Jacksonville, but they're not at home. They're in <laughs> London. This game starts at 6.30 in, in the morning. <laughs> that, that's West Coast time. So, uh, you know what? No one's going to see this game because we're all going to be asleep. So, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Wake up to see the final. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up is I picked the Steelers versus the Colts. The Colts are at the Steelers. You picked the Colts. Yes. I picked the Colts um, because no one – actually, no one really been talking about the Colts. The Colts' defense has gotten healthier and healthier the last three weeks. They've gotten people back. Jacoby Brissett – has basically told everybody to hold his beer while he goes out and uh, wins five out of his first seven games. Um, Marlon Mack looked great this week. He had another touchdown. Um, T.Y. Hilton had some crazy acrobatic catches, and he's, it seems like his chemistry with Jacoby Brissett has, has gotten better and better each each week. Um, and Pittsburgh really hasn't shown me any – I don't really know what to say, any, any spark or any uh, – like sense of urgency or anything from anyone, whether it's freaking Mason Rudolph or Hodges, Delvin Hodges, whatever his name is. Melvin or Mason Rudolph's coming back this week, right? He's, yeah, he's after being Con- killed on the field. Yeah. So um listen, all you gotta do is, is stop James Connor and you, you can you basically can win um against Pittsburgh. Uh I I know this isn't his fault, but you know, Smith Schuster was supposed to be a top five wide receiver this year and with the with the injuries and stuff, he's just been a non-factor. Um, he's been he's had a couple decent games, but um, Indy secondary is actually pretty good, and their their defensive line is underrated. So I'm um, taking Indy. They look good this week, um, and Pittsburgh hasn't played yet, but I'm sure it'll be the same old. Yeah, we're gonna lose to the Fins. Yeah, get out of here. You pick the Steelers too. Um, so let's talk about Steelers. Um, it's a love hate relationship this year, but I got to ride and die with them a little bit, and the Colts. You know what? My gut was the Colts, and then I crossed it out and said, no way. 
It's the Steelers. Our defense is not getting the credit it deserves, but we're going to show up for the next two weeks. Mark my words, next time we record, Steelers are going to be two victories over what they are today, and they will have a winning record. They won't have a winning record. They're two and four, so that's okay. We'll be four and four. <laughs> we won't have a losing record. Um, that's brutal. That's 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 a gut shot. Um, Tomlin has never had a lose a losing season with the Steelers. Yeah, but so that's coming this year. Juju guys. isn't going to break out in the next two weeks, but he, Juju being double covered has. We have a rookie. His last name is Johnson, who's really started to turn up in the last week or so. But that was with Delvin Hodges, so we'll find out. And I just think um, his name's Curvin, right? Something like that, yeah. Anyway, so our offense is starting to figure out how to jive. We're getting a lot fancier, and we're doing like dink and dunks. So even though the, the Colts do have a good secondary and they have a good defense, I don't argue that, we're not going to run the style of offense that that secondary is going to be very helpful. I don't think. We'll find out. We've been getting very creative over the last couple of weeks. And I th- Mason Rudolph is competent. I, I can confidently say that. And so he's good for a couple of tutties, and he's somewhat protective of the ball. So I don't know. I don't I don't think we're gonna lose to the Fens. That'd be humiliating. And if we lose to the Fens, we'll probably definitely lose to the Colts. But uh we had two weeks to prepare for the Fens who haven't won. So let's do it. And they're tanking. They are tanking. <laughs> so that's that. Um that's my biased opinion. And then it's the Lions uh versus Oakland in Oakland. I picked the Lions, you picked Oakland. Yes, I picked Oakland. We were talking about this during the game today. Oakland is was like an A B away from being deceivingly really good this year. That's too bad. Obviously, we know what they, what happened with A B, but um, they almost beat Houston today. They really did. They looked really good for the first half. Um, they didn't really keep their foot on the pedal, you know, during the second half, which is kind of allowed Houston to get back in. But Josh Jacobs is a, a, a stud for them. Derek Carr actually looked decent. They have one of the best tight ends in the game now, in Darren Waller. Um, their offense is really good and their defense, they don't really have any like superstars, you know, since they traded Cleo Mack last year, but, um, they're, they're like quietly holding their own against these teams. Um, you know, they're, they're three and four, um, obviously, you know, as of right now, they're not in the playoffs. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, you never know down the stretch. And I think that, um, you know, they're, they're going to put up you know, three to three to ten more points than uh, than Detroit will. Um, and I've I've liked D- Detroit this this whole season. Um, I just really liked o- Oakland's effort today, and I, I feel like uh, Gruden's starting to get into a rhythm with his with his group with his group as far as preparation and stuff like that. So um, I just uh, you know Houston, I mean sorry, uh, Oakland is favored by two. So it was um, a friggin' home team. Yeah. yeah, your whole your whole premise is ridiculous. Knock on wood if you're with me. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I've been like, like I said, I've been a fan of D- D- Detroit this, this whole season. I just think that Oakland being home and then looking uh, really good the last couple weeks, I think they squeak it out against the Lions. The Lions, underrated team of the year, maybe. I'm confident in that actually. Yeah, they're pretty underrated. If you ask people like where the Lions stand in their division and everything, they're a good team. And there's a, a universe in where they only have one loss. Uh, and I think that's important to note. Matt Patricia, I don't know what he did to that team, but Matt Stafford is playing lights out. Um, they did lose on Johnson, but I don't think that's going to be the end-all, be-all. They won today confidently. And uh, I I guess until the Lions show me that, I just think they can handle someone on Oakland's level. If Oakland had another weapon on offense, we could talk, but I think the Lions have enough to stop them. Yeah, I mean, right now too, you know, Oakland's division right now. The like they're they're at three and four. They're second in the in the division with KC being five and three ahead of them. KC is going to be without Patrick Mahomes for another week at least, and the Vikings are going into into Arrowhead. Assuming the Vikings win, KC's five and four. If if Oakland wins, they're four, they're four, four and four, and they still play the Chiefs one more time. They theoretically could take the division from the Chiefs now. They obviously have to win a majority of their games left and that's, against that's, the Chiefs. That's a hot however, take. That's a hot take. Yeah. However, Oakland is second in their division at three and four. The friggin' Lions at three, three and one are third. Green Bay seven and one. Minnesota six and two. And Chicago three and four. That division is lit. Uh, and so they're in any other division, and they would have a, a, a shot at a wild card spot. But with Green Bay, Minnesota. 
being seven and one and six and two respectively, that's super hard. I agree with you as far as the wild card thing, just because the NFC West is going to take up all the wild, like the North and the West and the NFC are going to take the wild card spots. Yeah. But all right, so let's transition. It's halfway through the season, guys. Um, now it's time to start looking at the Super Bowl. We're at that like playoff picture. What are we seeing here? We've got enough of a sample size. We know who's getting it together and who is not. Um, some teams on paper were hot, and guess what? They're not. So let's talk about it. Um, we'll start with the AFC East. That's the Patriots division. Patriots, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. What are you thinking about it? Well, uh, as I stated in the beginning of the season, my guy, Josh Allen, was going to make the leap this year and be good. And um, the Bills started out, uh, what was it, 4-0, 3-0, something like that, 4-0, 5-0. Oh, no, no, they, they played the Pats. They were both 5-0. Uh, yeah, something like that. They're both 4-0. Um, and so they gave the Patriots a really good game. Um, the Bills defense is very good. Top five defense this, this year so far. Um, they put up a stinker this week against the Eagles. Um, super windy game, um, not ideal conditions, but at the same time, um, I don't know if they just, if they just, uh, put up a stinker or, or what, but, um, they're five and two. Um, listen, that's, that's really the only two teams that even warrant any talking about right now. Um, as of right now, the Buffalo Bills hold the fifth seed at five and two. The Pats, you know, are one of the two undefeated teams left that hold the one seed, uh, so those are the only two teams I need to worry about. Um, I do like Buffalo. I will. I do think they will make the playoffs. Ooh. Um, yep. And really? so, uh, yes, I believe their defense is good enough. And Josh Allen, uh, can make the necessary throws when needed. Um, the, the, don't get me wrong. Does not make a lot of them, but makes the, the, ne- the necessary ones. All right. What about the Patriots? What's their, their prognosis? You bias butthole. Um, listen, we still haven't played a good team. We're eight zero. Cleveland was the best team that we that we played, and they had a bye week to get re- ready for us. And they're and, third in their division. Yeah, and they're they're just not very good. Um, Bake, Baker the the Bake the Snake Baker's dozen, whatever you want to call them, is a little overrated. Choke artist. Yep. Um, and we're getting to that point now where they're not winning games, and we're going to see how all those egos come into play here in a couple weeks if they continue to lose. Because OBJ was already shaking his head and complaining on the field today. So, and we'll see. Um, so we'll come back to the undefeated teams in a second, but the Pats, the Pats are going to win the division. No problem. As of right now, they have a two game lead as the number one seed. So but where do they go in the playoffs? Where do they go in the playoffs? They won't. I mean, they won the, the Super Bowl. All right. No doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't like, well, well, what do you think? Um, if I had to make a guess, yes. Out of the AFC, there's no team that is even rivaling the Pats. They are playing at an unprecedented level right now. Um, the Bills, I disagree. They're not going to the playoffs. They're coming back down to earth the second half of the season. Okay. And it's not because of Josh Allen. It's because of the lack of weapons on that team. I think Josh Allen is a good fit, but they're relying on somebody who's not where he needs to be to be that quarterback yet. And I think maybe in the next couple of years when they surround him with that more confidence. Who, 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 do you, who don't you like on their team right now, then? If, uh, if it's not Josh Allen. Who don't I? Yeah. Um. I don't think that he has a running back in Frank Gore that is necessary to carry the load. The wide receivers, mm-hmm. who's the who's his one and two? John Brown and Cole Beasley, as of right now. Cole Beasley, not where you're going to want to be, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know enough about John Brown. Is he lighting up the league? He, uh, Yeah, he's actually doing really well. Is, he's, he, is he a top I mean, 10? Josh Allen, I'm good. Uh, he's top, I want to say top like 15. I don't think he's top 10 yet, but... Like I said, I think Josh Allen is fine. I just don't think the whole team's there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the eye test. But so we'll see. We can talk about that. But yeah, so pay- the only playoff team out of that d- division is the Patriots. Correct. Okay. Going into the next, uh, the AFC West. I'll talk about the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to the playoffs and they're going to the AFC Championship, no doubt. Um, and that is where they get just throttled by the Pats. And that's coming down the pipe in Foxborough. No other team, in my opinion, is going to the playoffs out of them. Okay. Uh, I would agree with that statement. I believe the Chiefs are the only team going to the playoffs there. The Chargers are a super disappointment. They're really banged up, unfortunately. Oakland, as much as I do like um, their improvements, I don't think that's going to be enough to make it to the sixth seed. Um, I believe the Chiefs will make the playoffs as of right now. They are the fourth seed. I don't believe they will go to the AFC title game, however. 
the well, we can do the next division, but I'll let you know who I think is going to go in the next one. Um, who are you? Who do you want to do next? We're going to the AFC North, right? Sure. So this is the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals division. Out of this um, division, the Ravens are going to take it. I'm not. I'm not dumb. And then the Steelers, I don't think have enough in it to grab a wild card with how good some of the other teams are. So on a different year, we might have been able to squeak by in a dream scenario at nine and seven if we can even get there. Um, so yeah, I think it's just the Ravens from our division. The, the Browns are they they choked. They're the biggest disappointment of the season, in my opinion. Yes. Um, in my opinion, the Baltimore Ravens are the second best team in the AFC right now. Um, and I think they will be in the title game. And I believe they will um, have the second round bye. Um, I believe the pass will take the first seed and Baltimore will take the second seed. There aren't any other teams um, in that division. I don't think that'll make the playoffs. Mason Rudolph is not uh, going to win. Cleveland's overrated, and Cincinnati is – I could play wide receiver and be better than everybody on their team. So that's not going to happen. The AFC South, in my opinion, is very, very interesting. Three teams in this division are going to the playoffs. Yep. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because if you think the Bills, you can only think two yeah. teams. Yep, yep. But I well, think yeah. I think three. I think the Colts, Texans, and Jags are going to go. The division's neck and neck. I think it's arguable – that the Colts are the second best team in the AFC. And that that's a hot take. A lot of people, they're going to like. That's a hot take, yeah. They're a complete team. They're not going to win games by 30, but they control the game. It's You got to watch them. They're not like this razzle-dazzle Patrick Mahomes, like go deep, I'm going to throw 45 yards. They're going to play fundamental football, and they're winning their games. They're, they're, they're competing. The one thing they should be concerned about is Adam Vinatieri. As much as I, I love the guy, <laughs> he is retiring after this year. He missed a field goal and an extra point this week. They were lucky. He got a chance at the end of the game. He single-handedly has their two losses. He missed the extra point in their first loss, and I think he missed a field goal or two no, in the second like loss. No, four or something like that. Yeah, it was like a bad he day. single-handedly had them. Um, yes, I believe that Indy and Houston will be the two teams. I think the six AFC teams that we have right now in the playoffs are going to be the ones in the playoffs come the end of the season. Patriots, Colts. Baltimore, Casey, Buffalo, and Houston. Um, Jacksonville and Tennessee, who are both um, third and fourth in that division, are just one game out of that sixth um, playoff spot. To me, Tennessee just doesn't have the firepower. I don't think Tannehill is going to be very stable. Who knows how long he'll even be in that position. Yeah. Um, and Jacksonville, whether it's Nick Foles or it's uh, Gardner, Gardner, um, I just don't. I just don't see it. And now that they lost J- Jalen Ramsey, their defense definitely didn't look the, the same today. Even though they won, um, I just don't see either either of those teams overtaking Houston or Indy. Um, Houston's firepower <clears throat> is much greater than those two teams, and we, you know, I think Indy is a complete team as well. So, um, so my six playoff teams for the AFC: New, New England, Indy, Baltimore, Casey, Buffalo, and Houston. So mine is the Patriots, Chiefs. Ravens, Colts, Texans, Jags. Okay. So why we differ is because I just think Buffalo is going to go on a losing streak hard here. But they're going to be like over the next several games, you know, if they win one, it'll be surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Jags, um, they're not going to go deep in the playoffs, but I think they got enough on there to get into that sixth wild card. I agree with you. Colts and Texans are better. Um, what's interesting in a conversation for another time is to talk about the Foles, uh, Minshew dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that's the AFC going over the, the dilemma is is twenty eight million versus five or whatever. Like you got to play the guy that's making the most money. What it's what it comes down to, unfortunately. Or you can trade him. Like yeah, but who wants Nick Foles for almost thirty million dollars a year? Denver. <sighs> okay, <laughs> okay. So you cut Joe Flacco, Cincinnati. I don't know. No, not uh, yeah, Dalton. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd rather have Dalton. But anyways, um, all right. And, and the then NFC? I and then I saw a hot take that maybe Philly should try to bring him back and like trade oh, win somewhere, God. which would be crazy. Um, okay, so jumping in the NFC because time's a uh, thing. Um, first division is the NFC East with the boys, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Skins. This, oh man. So first of all, okay, so Giants and Skins. This is the worst division. No, maybe it's the worst division in football this year. I don't know. No, the Steelers. Division, 
yes. So Dallas is winning that division at four and three. Oh, that's gross. Okay. Well, Dallas, listen, Dallas and Philly. Oh, so Dal- uh, Dallas hasn't had their bye, or they had their bye. Okay. This week. Yeah. So um, one one team from this division is making the playoffs. It's the, it's the division. Correct. Player. I don't think um, there'll be more than that. Who is it? I believe it's going to be Dallas. I believe it's going to be Dallas. Um, Interesting. Yep. I think it's going to be Dallas. Uh, their defense is a little banged up right now, but um, they'll be healthy in time for the playoffs. Um, Zeke and, uh, and Amari Cooper have been lethal um, when they're both rolling. So definitely Dallas in this division. I, nobody else is really worth. Philly right now is a game out, but they're just so they, – they they'll give you a decent game like today in Buffalo and then – the next week they'll shit themselves against like the Buccaneers or something, and Wentz will just be terrible. So, so I don't, I don't get it. I think Philly is going to piece it together the second half of the season and barely win that division, but I think they're going to. And I think Dallas might not be the real deal. They started out hot, but they've sputtered. They've lost three in a row. They they are banged up, and I'll give you that. I just I saw like you're right. The Eagles. The reason I think it's going to be close. But I think the Eagles are just going to get that game ahead, or even if they go versus each other and the Eagles win. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a gut check because if Dallas wins, I'm not going to be shocked. Uh, the Redskins will not win. <laughs> uh, NFC West. Now, this is a very interesting division. The undefeated 49ers, the 6 and 2 Seahawks, the 5 and 3 Rams, the awkwardly 3 4 and 1 Cardinals. What's your take? So, my take on this one is San Francisco will fall out of. Uh, the number one overall seed where they are right now. I believe that. Um, oh man! In the in their division or in the NFC? In the NFC as a whole. Oh, okay, that's fair. they may. Oh man, their their division is a toss up between San Fran and Seattle. I think those are the two teams that could win the division. I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm gonna go ahead and say that Seattle's winning the division. I'm saying that Seattle's winning the division. San Fran will be um, a wild card. That's what I'm going to say. I guess that'd have to be. Yeah. I'm going to say San Fran's going to be a wild card. Seattle's going to win the division. Um, and uh, the other two, who is it? Um, Rams and Cards. Uh, yeah, this. I mean, this. I man, the Rams may not make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with just those two teams making the playoffs. I bet the Rams do not make the playoffs. So uh, that's I'm already. Sketched about that, but yeah, I mean the division is crazy. Like I said, yeah. this is a very interesting. I disagree with you. Um, I think the Niners are going to take this. Jimmy G hasn't given me a reason not to believe in them, and mainly I just trust the coaching and the system they have. It's not Jimmy G; it's a great team around Jimmy G, and a very quick one who needs a little bit more discipline. And they're getting there. And the the addition of Emmanuel Sanders really actually makes their offense a little bit more potent, in my opinion. Um, the Seahawks are going to take the wild card, uh, the top wild card spot. Russ, I mean, Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind right now. And if he comes down, that's not good for them. The Rams, um, I think, are the other wild card team. Again, we're going to have one of these divisions where three teams go. Uh, we'll get to the Kirk Cousins conundrum in a second. Mm-hmm. And the the cards, boy. <laughs> the cards are maybe a couple years away from being like serious contenders. Okay. N- next up, NFC North. The Packers, Vikes, Lions, and Bears. Oh, my. So this is where I have my the second wild card. I think Minnesota hangs on at that wild card. Kirk Cousins seems to be turning a new leaf. Um, Dalvin Cook is Dalvin Cook, and their defense is actually playing like their defense was a couple weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, a couple years ago, um, when they were supposedly a quarterback away from a title. Um, so I believe that Green Bay takes this division. I believe they will get one of the buys, and uh, Minnesota will be the second wild card. So, so far I have Green Bay getting one of the buys, San Fran, um and the Vikings as my wild cards and Seattle as the number as the uh division winner. So I'm gonna take the pack. They're gonna win this division. Uh the mm-hmm. pa- the pack is back. New coach, he's figured it out how to use Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Holy Toledo, does he know how to use him? Uh the Vikings, unluckiest team in sports. I'm sorry if you're a Vikings fan. They it sucks to suck. There's no way around it. It sucks to suck. I don't know what, you know. Indian grave that you friggin' buried somebody on, but it's not good. Um, Kirk Cousins, I think he's going to maintain this for a little bit, but I don't think he can maintain this level of play 
for the rest of the season. He's good, but something's got to give. Or, or I don't think. What a fall from grace with you and Kirk. I like Kirk Cousins. Wow. But wow, not with the other people in here. Like he might go like uh, ten and six, but that's not going to be enough. I don't think. I think the other teams are going to be that good. Um, But I also, this is also me. I'm speculating that there'll be an injury somewhere on that team. It's a gut Mm -hmm. feeling. And it's going to be like Dalvin Cook or Adam Thielen, even like for an extended period of time. Lions and Bears suck as well. They don't suck, but um, that's an issue. With uh, the last division, Saints, Panthers, Bucks, Falcons. Um, Saints for me are the only playoff team in this division. Yeah, the Saints and the Packers, I believe, will be one-two. Those two will be able to get the buys, and that is, would set up for a crazy good NFC title game. Uh, whether it's in New Orleans or in Lambeau, Breeze versus Rodgers would be amazing. Um, that's really it for me. Um, Carolina, wait, no. Green Bay, would you say Green Bay, Detroit, uh, Chicago, and Minnesota? I did not say Detroit. Um, which one is it again? Oh, Saints. Saints, NFC e- West. Carolina, that's, that's what you said. Carolina, listen. Cam Newton's been out five weeks. I don't even know when he's coming back. Honestly, if you never play in the NFL again, wouldn't hate it. Not a Cam Newton fan. I love CMC. Um, Christian McCaffrey's great, but uh, they're not going to do it. Um, unfortunately, they're going to Cam Newton's going to show up too late. So no Carolina for me. Uh, the Bucks are terrible. And uh, oh my God, the Falcons out of nowhere, one and seven. Oof, gross. Yeah, uh, Saints for me all the way. That's it. I think Saints are the Super Bowl team of the NFC. I think it's going to be Breeze, Brady, Super Bowl, the Revenge Tour. Can't be stopped, all right? It can't be stopped, I tell you. Get pumped, Revenge Tour. Breeze goes out on a horse beating the Patriots, and the crowd goes wild. I just predicted it. Sports are rigged, or I'm a genius. I don't care. This is what's going to happen. And that's uh, that's the halfway point. Close out, buddy. Yep. All right, so... Uh, Thanks again for listening. Um, If you want to comment, uh, you want to tell us how much we suck or whatever, please uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RealTBPodcast. Oh, please go on to iTunes and rate us if you will. Uh, If if Spotify or Google Cast, they have a rating platform, feel free to rate us on there. Um, Or email us at RealTBPodcast at gmail.com. We will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye.